Well, hello. It's good to be with you today. I am Andrew Marquez, and this is the Baptist on the Bible podcast. Here's your 7 at 7 devotion, a seven-minute encouragement from Scripture offered every Monday and Friday. You guessed it, at 7 a.m. And today we're looking at a new series called Deference, the Behavior of the Blessed. This comes from 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. We're going to zero in on the first half of the, uh, that chapter, uh, verses 1 through 6, uh, and look today at Paul's instruction to wives. Now, the whole series is going to focus on how we need to react to one another within the family of faith, but more importantly within the local families of the family of faith. And so we've moved from the establishment of a new nation, a royal priesthood, the identity of the Christian church, and that that church needs to submit to God, then to government, then to those in authority over us, our masters, our bosses. And now it's moving into the very tight relationship of the family. And today we're looking at how wives should react in that regard. And this is perhaps a difficult passage, but you know, uh, don't get upset at me, I'm just the messenger. We're looking at what God wants of godly wives and godly husbands, and then how that church family extends to the broader family of faith. And so it's an exciting moment. It's, I think, timely because in a difficult time, maybe if you're struggling with the results of the election or the inauguration has got you down, or perhaps it's got you excited, um, whatever stance you have, uh, politically right now, what's important to recognize is if you don't know what to do, uh, the best thing to do is to go back to the things that God has called you to do and do those well. And so uh, the church has been around for a long time. It's not going anywhere. And the best thing we can do as Christians is engage in living the life God has called us to live. And so uh, focus on your family. Focus on those closest to you and uh, treat them as God would have you treat them. And so let's dig into the passage here and then we'll talk to the wives. And uh, next time it's the grooms. So uh, ladies, don't get too frustrated if you feel like you're being singled out. But uh, beginning at verse three, or verse one of chapter three, it says, Wives, likewise be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. All right, again, such an important passage. Peter uh, focuses on the ladies recognizing that in marriage and especially in the first century, it might have been a difficult arrangement. And rather than look for opportunities to subvert, the uh, focus is again to submit. And as it is a wise witness to the government for us to submit today, it is a wise action for the wife to submit to her husband, to honor the arrangement and the authority structure God has established in marriage, and recognizing that that is going to put her in line with God's will and in line with his blessing. And it's also strategic. So the first point here for the wives is yield to win. All right, it's counterintuitive, but by yielding, by trusting in God and yielding within the authority structure that he has established, you can win. And what do you win? Well, beyond blessing, you might win a lost spouse to the Lord. You know, uh, Peter says that you are a quiet witness in this and that by truly embracing the authority in marriage and honoring your husband, that if you have a lost husband, it might just be the thing that brings him to the Lord. 
Now, this doesn't mean if that you're in a uh, marriage where you're saved and your husband's saved that you don't have to submit, that that's not important. But uh, recognizing that the early church had a lot of mixed marriages where people were getting saved, uh, didn't, didn't know anything about Christianity until after they were married, and it created an, an imbalance and some difficulty in marriage. And the solution uh, to help witness to your husband, that wise witness of submission, is still effective. And so yield to your husband to win. And honoring God. Uh, the, the word fear is mentioned. Uh, they're going to see the pure lifestyle and fear of their wives, and it is going to draw them to the Lord. And fear here, it reminds us of verse uh, 17 in chapter 2, where we're called to fear God before we consider uh, embracing submission to government or authority. And the fear of God, again, submission to God is what allows us freely to submit to those that are in authority over us. And so a wife who lives in fear of the Lord is a powerful witness. He then moves on and talks about using your inner beauty. Unveil the inner beauty. Uh, rather than focusing on the outward presentation, focus on the inward, that that gentle and quiet spirit. Again, some people today would say that is so offensive. Uh, it's not. It's scripture, that God is uh, encouraged and pleased by that gentle and quiet spirit, that subtle witness, that willingness to submitting uh, through God to their, uh, through their husbands to God, that they will uh, kind of just use that almost superpower that God has given women to affect change. And that inner beauty is just something that is powerful. You know, in antiquity, there was a lot of discussion about defining beauty and the good life. What is the good? What is the beauty? And God has defined an inner beauty that women have in an attitude that God honors and blesses. And so, uh, again, don't get caught up on what our culture has uh, defined today. A woman who is free to submit is a woman who's truly free because she is walking in the fear of the Lord. And uh, it's just... I know it's difficult. It's, it's, my, it's not what we're, we're being taught today or being told. This is not saying be a doormat for the Lord, but it, it's saying uh, to embrace their, the inner power, the inner uh, strength that God has given you and uh, recognize that God is using you for a purpose and that purpose might be salvation of your husband and of your children. Wives finally should imitate their holy mothers. Uh, Peter talks about Sarah and how Sarah called uh, Abraham Lord. And, you know, I, I always think, you know, can it get any more difficult to talk about this subject today? But uh, recognize that that passage comes from a, an encounter that Sarah was having with Abraham where uh, she was denying something and they were going back and forth. And it, it may have been somewhat of a humorous, uh, sarcastic statement. Uh, okay, Lord, um, you know, they were discussing the possibility of having Isaac. But either way, even in difficult times, even in conflict, when a wife shows honor to her husband, it is powerful. And it embraces once again that witness that that opportunity and so when you do that you follow the matriarchs you become in that line of those holy blessed women this is difficult sometimes but it is true it is scripture i hope it encourages you i hope you're blessed take care